Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Today's podcast is Tips for the Social Media DIYer. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. This unique team exists to help small businesses improve their marketing, and we provide essential marketing expertise. I love that unique part. I like that. You like that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. We are a unique team. Yeah, that's for sure. Very unique. So I'm Justin from Justin Kerr Design. I'm Alicia with Custom Marketing Solutions. And I'm Bill with W. Parmentier Photography. And together we make up the, the Marketing, marketing Essentials, Essentials Team. team. Wow, we're getting better. We, yeah, every time we do that, we get better at it. Yeah. You know, somebody will change the wording as soon as we start to really yeah. get it. You know that, right? <laughs> so today we are talking about DIYing your mm-hmm. own social media. This is part three of a three-part series that we've been doing on DIY. And so today Alicia is going to talk to us about how, as a small business owner, you can do your own social media marketing. So she's going to give you some good tips and tricks, show you a little bit of behind the scenes about how she does some of what she does. And we'll talk a little bit about, you know, what are the pros and cons of doing your own social media? Yeah, yeah. So we've gone over a couple different DIY episodes, and we're here to provide resource information for local businesses so that you guys can take your marketing to the next level. And there are times where you should probably just defer to a specialist or an expert, especially if you're busy. But I think in today's digital world, there's a lot of tools out there so that people can, if they have a smaller budget or you're just starting out or you have to pick and choose where you're spending your marketing budget at the time, um, there's some tools that you can use yourself to make your marketing better and specifically with social media. So. I have some talking points to go over today. They range from tools you can use to different kind of educational resources because in a digital age, you know, things are always changing. So mm-hmm. a lot of education involved with the DIY marketing, I would say, on the social side. And um, what else do I have? Uh, let's see. And some of the frequently asked questions that I get, you know, if you're going to be handling your own marketing. So that's kind of the agenda. Great. Well, let's get into it. Go All ahead right. and dive right in. What have you got for us first? Well, I mean, we can start with any questions that you guys might have, and then we can jump in, or I can just, I have a quick demo, too. Hmm. Well, why don't we start with talking about some of the, well, you, you mentioned some reasons about why you might want to do your own social media marketing, mm-hmm. limited budget, or you're just starting out, and you know when you just start out, you're doing everything yourself. Um, but maybe you could talk a little bit about some of the advantages of doing your own and maybe some of the things to look out for if you decide you're going to do your own. Right. Well, the first thing, doing your own, unless you have a really great free intern, doing it yourself is going to save you money. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the biggest advantage. What to look out for is that you're not becoming a marketer and, and you know spending too much time on it instead of running your business. Because we were having this conversation off air where you started your business to do what you love and what you're good at. Mm-hmm. So if you start to, you know, because social media you can spend, there's no set amount of time 
really in a week that you know you could go all week 40 hours a week spending it on social media for your business if you had like multiple channels and you were posting every day and trying to do videos and trying to update graphics so you can get sucked in oh yeah absolutely and the reason i'm smiling is is as you're saying this i'm thinking and bill will pick right up on this it's like damn it jim i'm a doctor not a social media marketer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, but it's uh, yeah she's oh God. now you got to explain so the it original Star Trek series <laughs> Kirk Spock and Bones oh yeah 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 okay so almost every other episode you know Kirk would ask Bones to do something that was outside of his job was, description right and he's yeah. like damn it Jim I'm a doctor not a fill in the blank <laughs> so that's what it made me think of it's like yeah you got in your business to do what you do best sure. and you know it's easy to get to, for this to become a part time or more than a part time job of marketing yourself on social media so you have to ask yourself okay is is this how is this the best way to spend my time do i really want to become a marketer mm-hmm. and maybe you do but at that point i think you have to make a decision okay how is my time best spent yeah i mean you can get into this and get really deep and you can you know when it gets to social media you can go okay do i have the right picture do i have the right this and you can right. spend hours just researching one post on social media, and like you said, is that worth your time as a business right. owner? Right. Maybe, maybe not. I but don't I, know. I think what Alicia is going to cover today is, hey, if you are deciding to do this yourself, here's some things to know. Here's some some tools to use to sort mm-hmm. of get you started, and you can do it yourself. Sure. Um, and so, this is, in a way, this is like a 101. Yeah. yeah. So I think you know, there's a balance. If you're going to be doing it yourself, you want to keep it to a certain extent professional and well done, like a like hiring somebody would. Um, but you want to do things fast because you have a ton of other things to do. And even I pay someone to do my own social media for me. Because <laughs> my payroll. Because, what? Yeah. I don't post. I would never really. Once in a while, I'll throw something up on my own Facebook. But for the most part, I use one of my account managers because the cobbler shoes. What, what is that saying? I'm really cobbler's, bad at. The cobbler's children have no shoes. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm bad at cliches. You'll yeah, no, that, <laughs> no. Back in the day, it was the for 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 me coming from my background, it was the landscaper. You know, landscaper does everybody else's house, but you look at their house in the neighborhood, and right, they're the yeah. ones that get the overgrown weeds and yeah, their know. lawn is just asphalt. Pretty much, yes, yeah. <laughs> so I got time, time to mow. I'm just paving it over. Or you know, by the time you're done doing it, last thing, or okay, we'll take even one step further, and then I'll let this go. But even in my 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 thing is like this past weekend, I took family photos. My wife has to kind of really kind of coax Push out of me yeah. going to do family photos because <laughs> I'm, I'm immersed in that all day long. And the right. last thing I want to think about when I get home is, oh, I got to do family photos now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. almost want to hire somebody else to do it. Yeah. 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 No, I was, uh, I, it was, it happened recently, but I was with a group of people and we were kind of brainstorming an idea and they said, oh, and we should have a logo. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't. Because that like, means you. I don't have the time for that. You know, it's like, I'm that's happy for your little pet project, but I got other things to that's, do. Well, yeah, that's code speak for, hey, Justin, you got a job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pro bono. Yeah. Pro bono, which we all know me is Latin for, guess what? You just got sucked in to do something yeah. for free. So. Wow, that's a long, that's a long definition. Well, Latin's a tricky language. <laughs> So. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should probably get ahead, back to what ahead, Alicia, get us back to this one. About. I do. So, <laughs> I hope today that you can. T- and I'm going to have some visuals involved with this podcast. So if you're listening on air, I'll explain it as best as possible. But hopefully, you can tune into the the um, recording too, the the visual part. And I hope you can walk away with some quick ways to up your social media game and use it to its fullest extent um, while doing it. You know, saving time. So. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go into first some of my favorite tools okay, to would use. You, would you like me to put you up on screen or are you going to... Not say what, yet. You let me know when you're ready to go yeah, on screen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'll jump ahead first of all, some of the most basic tools out there for social media are, are posting tools. So you can schedule things out and you can have tools that will read your audience insights. So... Um, and a lot of people have probably heard of them, but there's Sprout Social, Promo Republic, Hootsuite are some of the most popular ones. So yeah, and if you're freaking out right now, writing all this stuff down, don't worry. We're <clears> going to put all of this in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Our we'll transcriber post- is going to have a heck of a time putting all this stuff in the notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll put it on. Me, yeah. Yes. Basically. <laughs> yeah, Justin will help you out with that. So um, if you're looking, so Facebook, you can schedule posts out in advance. If you didn't know that, you can go right into Facebook's interface and there's a um, underneath the post button, the publish button, you can schedule things in advance. So I recommend having a content schedule so that there's always something going up on your Facebook. And if you're using multiple social media channels like Twitter or LinkedIn, um, you can use Hootsuite or Pomo Republic or Social Sprout to just post one thing to multiple channels or select the different channels at different times. The disclaimer so on that. Let me just see if I understand this. So <laughs> if I'm a small business and I decide, okay, Sunday night's going to be my social media time. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to block out two hours. So I can use Hootsuite and I can um, kind of stack up the whole week's worth of posts that I want to do and schedule them out to show up at certain times on Monday or Tuesday and Wednesday and all of that. Yeah, right? you got it. Because we're, you know, and I think... It's always good to go and do some things like in real time because Facebook tends to pick up on the automatic, like your instant posting. I feel like it gets a higher engagement rate. Okay. Um, but it's always, it's easier if you have things scheduled out because then it's like not, you know, a week and a half later and you're like, wow, I haven't posted anything. Let me just throw something up there. So if you can schedule some stuff out, that's going to give you, that's going to give your social media presence an active um posting schedule basically so if someone goes to your page it doesn't look like you're out of business so just out of curiosity okay. before we get too far into the the, the the nuts and bolts of this when it comes to a posting schedule how how far out do you normally have is it a month in advance a week in advance what are you looking at as far as a rule of thumb yeah so before? the for facebook maybe like a couple a week for a few weeks out mm-hmm. um once in a while i'll try to get the whole month done but as I, articles come in to me that i think are relevant or useful or i do a blog posting i try to schedule that out on social media or if i know something's coming up like an event or um some type of tie-in then i try to schedule that all out so like mother's day for instance do like a happy mother's day post like in advance sure. um but yeah so there's tons of tools out there those are just some of the um like tools for posting i want to go into some more tools that are available for people so a big part of social media is visuals Mm -hmm. especially on facebook instagram um even linkedin to a certain extent if you don't have a visual to go with it then your facebook posts aren't going to stand out as much they're going to get lost in the feed so pictures are really important and you can have your professional photographer do your photos and you can take some photos yourself you here and there um bill did talk about tips on his last diy episode of doing your own photos but then what do you do with those photos if you want to kind of give them like a marketing twist so i have a tool that is a savior for me justin's probably not a big fan of it but <laughs> <laughs> actually I, I i quite like it i mean i i don't use it 
for the work that I do, but mm-hmm. I've, I've poked around with it and I've done a couple of things with it and I think it's a great tool. So it's called Canva. There's a couple other tools out there that are like it and essentially it's, a poor, I call it a poor man's Photoshop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's an easy way, like you said, to sort of brand your your posts, you know, mm-hmm. or brand your images so that, uh, you know, people recognize that, oh, this is your organization, this is your company. Uh-huh. You're exactly right because... If you have a, a picture and you want to add some marketing elements to it, Canva is a quick, and it's free, actually, so that will be listed in the resources. But I'm just going to show you guys an example. Bill, if you want to pop up the screen real quick on how we use Canva for our customers you and <laughs> run you through how you can create a graphic quickly. <clears throat> now, before we go too far, is Canva a free program is it is there yep. a, a monthly fee on it or is there it's free unless you use the upgraded version which allows you to have like a little uh, some extra elements to it but you'll see like at the top here it actually like sets up the size for your photos hmm. and so you, if you're doing an event or a post or a cover you can choose one of these things so your sizes are preset which saves you a ton of time because so many times I'll pop over to a business page and their photos are cut off. You can't see things. Or... Yeah, it, and so these so this are... gives you the dimensions that you need for a Facebook post or mm-hmm. for Instagram. So so let's walk us through exactly. as if you're doing a quick. Uh... Yep. So, so I pulled up the Facebook ad size, and here I'm gonna create a quick post. Let's say I have a restaurant client, and they need to get the word out that they are now you know doing lunch specials. So this is one of their. Uh, custom photography photos so I think they actually had a photographer come in and do this at some point and you can upload your photos into the the database over here on the left and you can pop in logos and things like that and you can do some nice little overlays Um, so I'm going to add in here some text to just kind of promote their new lunch program and you don't have to get like super fancy again we're not trying to be graphic designers here it's yeah, we just got one of those to get something up on <laughs> Justin's Facebook. Justin's like, what? They yeah. Actually, they actually have my hands tied to the chair so I cannot reach over and, like, grab the mouse. And... <laughs> no, so no, no, you're doing it wrong. I wouldn't recommend this. I would not recommend this for a brochure to design a whole menu. I wouldn't recommend this um, for that type of graphic. But, you know, let's just say the client just called and they're like, we want to promote our new lunch menu. So, you know, let's just get something up there. Um, so new let's just type in some text here hopefully it's grammatically correct first we're gonna write it's a boy for a second i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) that's a totally different ad so you can go in here and you know you can add some background colors you can there's a lot of different text which i like about canva so you can choose if you if you have a bigger client that has a style guide then you can keep like the text and colors um, in line with their style guide, yeah, but but that took you all like two minutes to put together. Yeah. Right, and you can re- reposition the photo, um, drop the logos in, so and you can do some fun stuff with it. Um, so you'll see, you can have different sizes, things like that. So I did a Facebook ad right now, <clears throat> and why it's important with the the next step I'm going to show you. Um, so you can organically post this on the page, which when I say organically, it's just posting is, right to the page. I'm sorry, I mean it interrupts, but. Does Canva allow you to post directly to Facebook or do you download it onto your computer? And no, then... yeah, you got to download the images okay. right onto your computer. So again, I just use this for a face, quick Facebook post. This is not graphic design, guys. It's not meant to be a brochure. Um, 
it's not meant to to take the place of hiring a graphic designer when you need that really custom piece, something really quick. So this client wants to promote the new lunch menu we're gonna say, and to do that, we need to we need to upload it to Facebook. <laughs> sorry, we're all laughing here because all you can see is the screen, but Justin's making all kinds of weird moves in the background. Sorry, we're sorry. Calling, we're calling him out on He's it. He's just trying to distract me over yeah, here, I guess. Sorry, go on. Um, <laughs> throw me off course. But anyways, I want to promote this ad on Facebook. And so to promote an ad on Facebook, here's the next quick DIY tip I want to share with you. You cannot have too much text in your ad. And I see this all the time. People tell me, my ad didn't get approved. I can't. Um, get it to run on Facebook with a paid promotion. So what you can do, and again, this will be in the list of tools, is you just simply go to this facebook.com backslash ads backslash tools backslash text underscore overlay. Don't have to remember that. I'm, I'm going, going say, to easy upload. For you to say. <laughs> Justin <laughs> put you that in the show notes too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a ton of show notes for that. So it's a tool that Facebook owns, and you can say, okay, I know I'm gonna want to run this ad to promote my new lunch special. So you upload the ad, and Facebook's going to tell you if you have. It's the rule of thumb is 20% of the image has to be um, text less than text. So I uploaded the image I created, as you can see. Facebook says it's good to go. So now the next tool I'm going to talk to you about is called Business. Um, manager for Facebook and it's business.facebook.com and over here so you ha if you set up your business Facebook page you can manage your different businesses or one but I recommend it for setting up ads and you'll come to a section like this where you can choose your objective okay well, um, you got to slow down for those of us who <laughs> don't deal with this every day so we we went into Canva, we made our ad, mm -hmm. we brought it into uh, Facebook to have it checked to make sure that... Not you know, too much text. Not too much text. Yep. And now now we're here in the ads manager to do what? So to create an ad, we're going to create an ad right now in real time on Facebook. So you have to have your business manager set up, which I can give you directions for that, but basically you just go to business.facebook.com. And Facebook gives you objectives to choose from. And actually on our webinar, I talk more about how the different objectives work. But in this case, I wanna promote this lunch ad and I wanna drive traffic to their website. This is just a scenario. So um, I wanna direct traffic from the Facebook ad to the client's website because let's just pretend they have their lunch menu up on their website. Okay. So I want people to check out their new lunch dishes. So I And came, you're basically trying to drive traffic to their site. Yeah, so I'm telling Facebook, this is the objective I want. There's other objectives here that I could choose, but traffic is my my main concern right now. I want people to click the ad, go through to the client's website, and um, check out that lunch menu. So I chose traffic. Okay, and that creates a, a campaign? Yeah, the social media Facebook campaign. Wow, there's hope for you yet, Justin. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning, man. And I'm I like that. These are good questions, and this will automatically run on Instagram, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you don't have to tell it elsewise? It just you can opt out of Instagram if you wanted to. But it automatically mirrors it over on Instagram. Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. So the client, we're going to say, we want, whoops, we want Providence, Rhode Island because it's a lunch special. So you can just type in your location there and you can even narrow it down to like, let's just do a small radius because people don't travel too far. In fact, let's just do um, the town only. <clears throat> So just Providence, we're gonna reach with this ad. Okay. We're gonna do all ages. Now you can do some really fancy stuff in here with detailed targeting, but just for the sake of getting through the um, demo here, um, 
I'm just running through it. You can place your ad in all these places at once. So you have your Facebook feed, right column, the Facebook marketplace is an option. How do you know where you'd want to put it? That's where you probably want to spend some time on educating yourself. But by default, to get the most traffic to your website, you should probably just leave all these channels open. Um, <clears throat> but we can we can talk more about like learning about Facebook ads. Now your daily budget, 20 bucks is a little high for this guy. Let's just go down to five. Um, it's a, just a lunch thing. And you can say, I want to run my ad continuously, set a start date. So let's run it for a month at $5 a day to promote this new menu. Then you go on to the next screen over here. And here you can choose your ad copy and the page you want. So you would go through and choose your business page and you can upload that nifty ad copy that you just created. And you checked with Facebook to make sure that your text isn't going to delay the ad or prevent it from reach. And you can come up, you can type in the website URL over here. So that would be leading them right through. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not gonna go get the website URL and then you can change your headline like New lunch menu, new lunch specials, we'll say. Now that's important because the, the text that's actually in the image is not indexable, so yeah. it, it can't be read by um, Facebook or, okay. or... Okay, I am going to now officially charge you a jargon. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. We agreed that if we are going to use tech jargon, we had to, um, we were going to get penalized for it. So what I meant by indexable is that uh, any image that you, any text that you put inside an image cannot be seen by Google or any browser mm -hmm. and it's not indexable as text. So it doesn't go uh, towards your um, campaign at all. You know, it's, it's basically hidden. Yeah, so go it's important. Google doesn't know how to find it basically. Right, Google doesn't know how to find it. So it's important to have the text, uh, even if it repeats the same thing that's in your image, it's important to have that text as there as indexable text that can be machine read and can be found by Google and can be huge found point. by... Huge yeah. point. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but that is, that's really huge. So um, typing out your headline, I mean, I'm not doing too much here because it's just a sample. You can have some fun with it and you can add in text. So you have your text that goes under the ad and then you can have some text at the top. So I'm just going to Now, can you, uh, can you use video on this also? Or is it just strictly yeah, photos? Yeah, absolutely. So video takes a little bit more time to produce, but if you go back up here to your ad options, you'll see that you have a carousel format, which is just multiple ads that scroll. I chose the single image just to get something up there real quick. Sure, sure. You can do single video, slideshow, a whole collection. And this is what I was talking about. You can really get sucked into this stuff, but mm. for sake of just like showing how you can get an ad up in 10 minutes, you know, throw something into Canva, get it made in five, and then go through the process of promoting it on Facebook in five. Um, I just ran with a single image there. I'm sorry, you may have mentioned this before, but can you do organic with this too? Just No, nope, this is for paid, paid only. Okay. So you're definitely paying Facebook to reach more people. Sure. And that's actually why I clicked back here because you'll see that I chose Providence and I typed in a amount of money that I want to spend per day, so $5. And it's going to tell me my daily estimated reach and actually how many link clicks I'm going to get link clicks okay. because my objective was traffic to get people to the website sure. now if i want to up this budget let's just say we gotta we want to really go in here and spend a good amount of money 50 bucks a day wow our reach <laughs> went up a lot whoa yeah look at that <laughs> that's huge so say that it was just like a limited time menu and we only had a couple days to promote it um i recommend doing longer facebook campaigns but again if you need to get something out there quick 
then you so can high dollar and then you're left. in control of the amount of money you want to spend. So mm-hmm. 50 bucks a day for three days or five dollars a day for a month. So that's my little demo there. Now, this this covers sort of all the technical aspects of, OK, here's how you can put an ad together. Here's how you can get it into the ads manager on Facebook. And they even show you, look, if you spend this much money, uh, this is how many people that you'll reach every day mm-hmm. and an estimate of how many clicks which speaks a little bit to the return on your investment because you want people to click on the ad. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's done this for a while, um, what's your opinion on what they estimate the number of clicks are and what you've found to be re- actually true about people yeah. clicking through? So Facebook's giving you an estimation based off of what's available in terms of I chose Providence and the money that I wanted to put behind it. So I'm bidding on an audience right now. I didn't put a lot of audience parameters in place. I just left all the age groups open, 18 to 65, didn't you know segment between gender or anything like that, no behavior. Um, so Facebook is saying, this is how many people you'll reach and based off of our available audience, the parameters that I chose, in our estimations on algorithms, because you can see that's a really big range right there, 61 to 350 clicks. Yeah, exactly. If your ad is boring, nobody's going to click on it. <laughs> so that's where the marketing side comes in, and you want to have that like personality and be fun with the posting. Okay. So you know, do something and, and speak like a person. Even though it's an ad on Facebook, you want to have a little kind of like use terms like we crafted this n- new menu just for you know you guys. Uh, Make lunch great again. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> but, but it, I, I see what you're saying. Is, I don't know if you want to use that, but. <laughs> hey, Justin, I can see how. You, yeah, you, you want to have some personality to yeah. it. And, and we've talked about this before, um, just in general marketing, that you want to speak human. Yes. You know? Speak human. Yes, uh, that is because a language. You want to make an emotional connection to your audience. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just like we're having a informal conversation you want to have that tone and i think it really comes down so that was a really simple kind of demo but when you really want to do your own marketing and say you're you know you're trying to do a simple promotion again that was a simple facebook ad campaign but let's just say you want to generate leads for your business and you want to set up a funnel a whole online program um, for your marketing it's like how much time do you have to spend um what types of courses can you take if you really want to get that DIY with it? So I don't know. If if people want to really get into it, I enjoy for just information, just uh, updates and trends, I enjoy Manta.com as a resource. Sprout Social has a great blog. HubSpot. Um, I have a blog. Shameless self-plug there. Um <laughs> And Social Bakers has a really good blog. But if you want to get into the inner workings of Facebook marketing and you actually want to take a course, you can do that. Mm -hmm. And there's some free ones out there. there. So uh, Facebook Blueprint has a course where you can go through online in your own time to really learn the inner workings of that dashboard that I was showing you where you choose all your advertising parameters and setting ads up and having, you know, different things to take into consideration. Facebook Blueprint will actually walk you through every single element Mm -hmm. the only thing about facebook um blueprint is you don't have like a human element so if you're struggling or like you took the course and you still have questions or 
something's not very clear, there's really no one to help you. It's sure. self-guided. Might be better off taking something that's mm-hmm. offered locally through, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know, an organization like, you know, here in Providence, I know the uh, Center for Women and Enterprise um, will offer courses in marketing and yeah. uh, Facebook and things like that. So in, in that setting, you can ask questions, you can get personal help. Sure, yeah, there's, 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 there's no lack of information out there if you if you just want to search for it, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. have the time, too. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. That's the other thing. After you're done running your business and getting everything done um, to, to keep the bills paid and, you know, clients come first, you have to have the time to either do these self-guided courses online or go to these courses locally and or you could hire alicia yes or you could do that um i i so even i take a course sure you know so every i've gone through there's a couple out there that are a little beyond the um i would say facebook blueprint is a beginner's course um john loomer is really good for someone who just wants to learn the technical stuff for facebook and instagram ads um, his stuff, it's high level. So if you are new to Facebook, you may not be ready yet, but it's, and just be willing to yeah, invest yeah, the Justin. time in his videos. Mm-hmm. So did you hear that, Justin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> new to Facebook. Oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely feel like a newbie. I mean, I was trying to, uh, check in this morning at a meeting I was at and <laughs> Bill was sitting right next to me and I, I checked in and I thought I was very proud of myself. Hey, I checked in. He goes, Hey. You just checked into the restaurant. You didn't check into the event. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I went back and I actually checked into the event. And it's like, I still feel like a newbie. So I, I watch you do this and I think, yeah. oh, my gosh. You know, there's there's a lot of moving parts here. I mean, yes, it's all understandable. And given enough time, you could you. it's not that difficult to figure out and no. implement. Um, it's really more of a time. A time Absolutely. Thing. Definitely yeah. a time. Um, I mean, a lot of what we've been talking about with the DIY series that we've been doing is a lot of it's not hard, it's just time consuming. Right. Yeah. And we understand that some, not everybody can afford to, to do that, but. Yeah. Right. Know. So with the, I guess the other tool I kind of wanted to talk about too, and if you sure. get into taking some of the courses like the Blueprint or the um, <clears throat> the the John Loomer course, I personally, I like Kat Howell's course. I'll give her a plug there because they've helped me out a lot. That's the one we use. Are you keeping but, this list of <laughs> Show yeah. notes, man. I'll share this you are going to be so I, yeah, the, the show notes are going to be longer than the abs, the blurb, you yep. know, for the show. But yep. that's okay. No, this uh, is uh, this is all this good is fun. Stuff. No, it's yeah. actually Maybe fun stuff. we'll make you email us to get this list because it's Ooh. it's a pretty good list here. So I list out all the blogs, all the tools we use, and there's an endless amount of tools. So I named a few like scheduling tools, but in Canva as a um, image tool. But if you Google it, there's tools out there. I included some on the list, but you can do everything from. So, so, so we're gonna make this an email thing. I like this. So that's yeah. a good idea. You email know? us for the list. If <laughs> you really like... want it, we're gonna make you work for it. <laughs> work for it. Yeah. yeah. But um, the Facebook Pixel is something else I wanted to talk about for sure. the DIYer. Mm-hmm. So, if you take these courses, the first thing they'll start to talk about is your Facebook Pixel, and this is just a piece of code that should be installed on your website. Which and does what? Yeah. So it's a tool. It's okay. um, owned by Facebook. And the Facebook Pixel is a tool that's going to start to collect data on your website audience, um, on the people who interact with your Facebook page, the people who interact with your certain like certain ads. And this is a way for you to start letting Facebook learn who your core target audience is, your core demographics. All right. So the, the tool or the code 
for Facebook Pixel lives on your website? Yep, it's a code that's nope. installed on your website. Okay, so nope. then how how is that related to your Facebook page? Like how does how do those two cuz you said it tracks people's behavior on your Facebook page, mm -hmm. but the code is actually living on your website. So what's the connection there? Yeah, it also is tied so you're going to grab that code by going to your <clears throat> business manager on Facebook. So again, that place where I was setting up the ad with the dashboard, business.facebook.com. Um, that's where you're going to get your specific pixel code within Now, now correct me tool. if I'm wrong. You did go over the pixel code when we, we talked the about webinar. it in the webinar. Yeah. So, again, if you want to know a little bit more about the pixel part of it, mm -hmm. go back, watch the webinar, and you'll get some really good tools as far as how to actually use pixel. Yeah. But, but or to actually see the dashboard for Pixel and everything. So I would say if you want to get started with Facebook advertising, make sure the Pixel's in place. It's a one-time thing. Just get it done. Pay someone to do it if you don't have the time to learn. It's not super hard, but it can be a little overwhelming or confusing. Sure. Like for me, changing my oil in my car is overwhelming and confusing. Obviously, it's not like that for some people who do it themselves all the time and obviously not for an auto mechanic, but it, it comes down to what you spend your time doing. Mm. I could install Pixel within like, a half hour, uh, maybe even shorter, depending on how set up the client is. But it just might be not a good use of your time if it's going to take you like three times longer than that. Sure, you sure, know? sure. So, but the Facebook Pixel is a great tool. Um, if you do start to do these courses, like the Blueprint and John Loomer's course, or any of the other ones out there, Udemy has a couple courses online for face a lot online for Facebook. They're going to start to talk about the Facebook Pixel. So just be prepared that that's a a big tool. Mm -hmm. when you use Facebook advertising and Instagram. Okay. So, yeah, so and that's the way it collects from your Facebook, that it's from your business manager. So it's tied to your Facebook business page. Okay. But then the code is installed on your website or any of your digital assets, so landing pages. So it tracks instance. going back and forth between the two. Correct, oh, yeah. Okay. So any digital asset, I, I always say website, but you can put it on if you have a landing page or a secondary website that is um, part of your business. So. Nice. So you showed us how to put together an ad. You showed us how you can bring that into business manager, set it up, get it all the particulars, you know, of who you want to target. Mm -hmm. um, so now that your your ad is up and running, um, how do you know how it's doing, how it's performing? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, I will pull up some examples here. So these are my clients' accounts. Hopefully they don't care. Would you like, um, <laughs> like me to put it back on screen? Yeah, for I'm going to share my screen with you guys. Okay, and here we go. Bink. If it loads. If it decides to load. Oh, there it is. All right. So within a... that business manager, once your ad is up and running, you're going to get a full dashboard of all your campaigns, past and present, and how they performed. So um, depending on the objective that you're choosing, <clears throat> you'll see that it will show you here how much, you know, if it was an engagement post, how many people engaged with the post. If it was uh, traffic, it would say link clicks. I don't think we've done many traffic campaigns for this client, but you'll see engagement um, a lot for this particular client. It will show you how many people were reached, impressions. And in fact, you can go down into, um, there's just so many other things you can you can go down sure. into to, to kind of track like cost per click, click through rates. Um, you can see like, your audience insights, who's interacting with your ads. Um, you can pull them up and see how many comments, and you'll, you'll get alerts as the yeah. ads are running too. Well, there's a lot of great data in there, um, and I, this is an amazing asset to have to see, you know, the numbers for a campaign. Of course, the trick with 
data is not necessarily having it available to you, but how to interpret it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of it is obvious, like, okay, the campaign reached this many people. Mm -hmm. But in some of the other breakdowns uh, that you showed us, um, sometimes it could be a little tricky to, to interpret that data and say, well, is this ad really, is this campaign doing well? You know, comparatively, could, I, could it be doing better? Mm -hmm. Or is it like knocking it out of the park? Yeah. Um, how do you how do you know, uh, you know, if something is performing the way it should be performing, you know, given the money that you've invested? That's a good question. Um, it I mean, I think it comes down to <clears throat> if you're doing like a lead gen campaign, then obviously you're going to track it by how many leads you're getting. So I was trying to find a specific example here, but of course I can't find it. Um, but for instance, we wanted to do, we wanted to build up a customer's email list for a loyalty program Okay. and anything under like a dollar an email sign up was good. So we got that down to 61 cents per email sign up. So we just ran a promotion collecting emails, um, through Facebook. We gave something away to get their email, but he had grown his email list in about two weeks by 157 new emails. At sixty-one cents an email, and, well, so and that, to me, that seems pretty good. Is that yeah. pretty good? Well, it, well, for him, you know, it was he wanted to spend under a dollar per email because that's what it was worth to him. Okay. Um, I've had clients who will pay up to like fifteen dollars per email and name and phone number. Um, kind of depends on the business. And yeah, actually, I've had clients if it's a full lead, like getting like a lot of information on the um, person, like a name, phone number, email address, and even. Home address, people will pay up to like $90 for that if it's an exclusive lead. Wow. Depending on the industry. So I don't want to like, right, you know. Right, right. No, yeah. there's a lot of variables there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's, 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 the message was specific to that audience trying to get them to sign up. And so that was something that we said was a success. Not everything always works. Sometimes you put like an engagement post out there and you don't get a lot of engagement. And so then you have to look back and say, I guess, again, this is where your time might get taken up is looking at the report and trying to figure out what did I maybe do wrong and what can I improve for next time? Sure. So. And I guess, like you were saying just a minute ago about some clients are willing to spend 60 cents per you know, email and mm -hmm. some are willing to spend a lot more. That sort of leads me to ask, well, in regards of a budget for your social media, so you've shown us, you know, sort of, an overview of how to do this, but now as a small business owner, how do I know how much to set aside for, you know, doing campaigns on Facebook? I mean, is it a percentage of your overall budget? Is it your dollar amount? Is it? Yeah. Um, it's back on us. Oh, okay. We're here. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um, it comes down to pretty much what you want to accomplish. So if you're trying to grow your business by tens of thousands of dollars, just let's say, for instance, you're a home remodeling company and you want to do like four new jobs, five new jobs, even 10 new jobs a month, you're not going to be able to spend $5 a day on Facebook and grow your business by tens of thousands of dollars. It okay. just doesn't add up. You know, so if you really want qualified leads for your home remodeling business, I would say throw a few thousand into Facebook ads with someone who knows what they're doing so that you're getting people who are generally interested in getting a quote and having their kitchen, their high-end kitchen remodel done by you. Okay. Um, if you're a restaurant, you can probably get away a little cheaper, I've found, because 
100% of people eat, and it's a quicker conversion time, and you don't want to, you know, spend... It's not a considered purchase, like, hey, I'm going to yes. remodel my kitchen. It's yeah. like, hey, I need a hamburger. Yes. So taking into account your... That's one way to put it, I guess. <laughs> I need a hamburger, yes. So take into account your, um, I guess, your user path or your customer path, like how do they decide to do business with you? How long does it take to convert? What are you willing to pay for that lead? Because if I was a home remodeler and I knew that I was going to make a good amount off of a, a remodel job, I'd be willing to pay $100 for that lead. You know? Sure, sure. So yeah. as a restaurant, though, you don't want to pay $100 to have someone come eat at your restaurant. That's not going to work out so great. Not unless you're one of those exclusive restaurants where, you know, it's $200 a plate. But yeah. Even yeah. that's still pricey. If you're, uh, you know... If your Haven Brothers probably don't want to spend a hundred dollars. We brought it full circle back to Haven Brothers. Oh, yeah. That's impressive. Well, it's the hamburger thing. That's what got me thinking about it. Wow. Well, we're getting on the long side here, so I don't want to keep our listeners too much longer here. So well, I was having fun watching Alicia I know. do all of this. I know we could be here for another hour, but gotta respect the people's time on the other end. So okay. So all right. Any uh, I guess closing thoughts from you guys on. DIY marketing for social. I think the the key that the key takeaway for me is there's a lot of good stuff out there if you're willing to take the time to do it, mm-hmm. and if you've got the time to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. not always easy, but if you can find the time, you can do it yourself. It just takes a little bit more work. I mean, it, for me, it makes it clear that you know if you're just organically posting stuff, you know, just kind of throwing stuff up on your mm-hmm. Facebook, and you're expecting that to generate uh, interest in your business yeah. or generate leads, um, you're probably, that's probably not going to happen. No, I mean, not, not what really. Alicia just walked us through is a very strategic process, Sure, you know, and, um, you know, not just setting up the ad and thinking about, okay, what's the best way to do this, but picking out the audience and really honing in on who my potential clients are. So there's a lot of value I see in, you know, being strategic about your social media marketing um, and really digging into this. Like she said, take a class or, you know, teach yourself uh, how to do this because this is really where you're going to get a return on your investment. Just throwing stuff up here and there on Facebook, it's, you know, probably the equivalent of going down and, you know, spitting in the ocean. It's like not going to have a, a, you know, a great deal of effect, you know. (laughs) Nice, Um, nice. Hey, I said, no, no, never mind. I've never heard that one before, <laughs> spitting in the ocean. I'm um, like, all right, but I get where you're going with it. It's, well, I cleaned it up a little bit. Okay, but oh, all right. Shoveling, so, you know what, into the wind? What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said you wanted to wrap this up. So Trying, I tried. I, I think it, it's all over now. What, if you were to sum up, uh, you know, everything that we just talked about, how would you, how would you sum it up? I, I think it comes down to your willingness to learn. And you get out of it what you put in. So as you were saying, Justin, if you're just going to throw an occasional post up there and you're hoping to use Facebook marketing or social media marketing to really grow your business, eh, it's probably not going to happen. I'm not saying you can't get some attraction or maybe a referral here and there. But if you want it, a you know, dedicated campaign, be prepared to spend some time learning the tools and the tactics. And I think it's like that with almost any any uh, marketing trade out there, marketing, um, I guess, what am I trying to say? The different types of marketing yeah. techniques available. You just have to have the time. 
All right. Well, that was awesome. I, I really uh, enjoyed having you walk us through that. Um, you know, there's there's a ton of good uh, information there, and uh, hopefully this will be this will be helpful to all the DIYers out there. Yes. Uh, to get started in their Facebook uh, and other social media marketing. So now, speaking of marketing, it is as always. It's now time <laughs> for our shameless plug. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us yes. on the Marketing Essentials podcast. You can reach out to us and find us on our website, uh, marketingessentialsteam.com, as well as on our Facebook page, at Marketing Essentials Team. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we, on our website, we have the webinar that is available that we did back in February, which has a ton of good information on it uh, in regards to marketing, uh, both with your imagery, on social media, as well as positioning your website. You can find our podcast episodes on there. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Uh, and you can also contact us through our website if you have questions for the team or if you have ideas about a topic that we should cover on the podcast or if you have a recommendation for what is the next point of indoctrination for, for Alicia. Alicia. Yes, yeah, <clears throat> anything and everything Rhode Island, all the traditions. That's yes. right. So so, it, so I got a question. We're yeah. going to eventually dry up on that. What's the next thing after we get past Alicia? Oh, I don't know. I, I think that the, think the whole Rhode Island culture thing is a deep well. Now, we've stuck mostly well. to <laughs> food. <laughs> yes. But there are other things besides uh, just eats and drinks to Rhode Island. You true, know, there's, true. There's experiences and there's locations. We think with so. our stomachs, though, apparently. Because <laughs> well, we every do. time we talk about Rhode Island things, we're like, what can we eat? What drink? can we eat? Um, but with the well, good, food's important. But Come with on. the good weather yes. now here, uh, I think maybe we can ex expand out a little bit and talk about, well, maybe doing a remote podcast at a particular location, you know, something that's typical Rhode Island. Of course, in Rhode Island... It would it would have to be a location of something that used to be there <laughs> instead of something that's currently there. We're at the we're where Rocky Point used to be. Where Benny's used to be, and yeah, or Anna Hope used to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I too think too soon we, on the Benny's. I, I think uh, what's that? Too soon on the Benny's thing. Too, it might be too soon yeah. on the Benny's uh, thing. Yeah. Benny's. Um, yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day about that, and they're like, "Wow, I really miss Benny's because they." Like, you know, they went there once a week yeah. for this, that, and the other. You know, yeah. But, uh, I wish I had said I went that often. I went once a year, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was a very interesting story. They oh always, yeah, they always had like a little bit of everything. Sure, you know, it was it was sure. typical. I think very uniquely Rhode Island. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a lot of things have sort of gone the so, way. So again, the, Justin, you mentioned the Facebook page, but yep. we're also going to be promoting a lot of the cool stuff we'll be doing over the next few months on that page. So if you haven't liked it, make sure you like it because... Yeah, like us and follow like us. us and like, follow. like and follow. Like and follow. Because Follow. <laughs> like and follow. Let's try that right. So, but if you do that, you may get a heads up on something we're doing, you know, ahead of time. Who knows? Right. Where we may show up next or when the next podcast is... Uh, coming. Coming. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, actually, we have um, one coming out soon. Um, so keep an eye on our Facebook page. Like us and follow us. And until next time, uh, this will wrap up the Marketing Essentials podcast. So see you next see time. You later. See you soon.